I'm just gonna two step on my hey. haters. Baby, that thing go hard, tall. That thing go hard. Let me tell you something, Todd. When I first heard it, because I like to see the couples and people dancing, right? It, I got it from TikTok. I heard that first oh. song on TikTok. But the more I started listening to it, you know, I've never been one, and that's the truth, to like to talk about haters, because I'm like, come on, y'all. Everybody ain't hating. I hate that word. It sounds, you know, it sounds narcissistic. Huh? Cliches. Cliches, and that's a hater, that's a hater. Especially when I was hearing the folks that were saying it. Like, but come on now, you ain't got nothing hateable though. <laughs> so don't use that. I got, got tired of preachers preaching about haters and stuff. But that song hit my spirit yesterday. And tall, that song makes sense because you gotta keep living like the old folks say. Because we do have haters. We have people that have opposing ideas to our blessing. Right on. And so I don't focus on the haters. I really don't because we're going to have them. But the more you keep living, the more they intensify. And you have to learn how to still live and maneuver in this world. And I read the scripture, submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee. And I said this morning, I'm not a theologian, but I got a new revelation about that. Like, okay, you resist the devil, he'll leave you alone. No, sometimes a hater going to still keep hating because hate is what they do. They don't know no better. So they're going to keep right doing on. it. But the devil that's in us, the one that causes us to, well, you know we hear that voice sometimes, talking about slap them, headbutt them, <laughs> sucker punch them, you know, right. go flat their tire, you know, right grab their neck, go call a light yeah. company, say they, they stealing light. You know that kind of <laughs> head. <laughs> yeah, push them in the face. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. The, hate, the, the devil that's in us, it'll flee. And yesterday... We got, I told you, Todd, I've been wanting to take the picture to show you how healthy and beautiful the grass is since you've been bragging about, I mean, since you've been talking about your grass, right? <laughs> and I told right. you that we had to get all the grass taken up because there was some type of fungus in the soil. Well, the right. grass looks gorgeous, Todd, and in the midst of getting all the grass taken up, the guys that were in planting the, transplanting the grass, he said one area is very soggy and we don't know why. Call the water company out, and the water company said this is a problem in the neighborhood, that there is a pipe broke under the ground. Well, my neighbors who have watched us when we had the grass was dusty, when we lost all our grass, they had everything to say about it. My sister be out there blowing the yard, and they talk about, oh, what are you doing, blowing your dirt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just giggling. Okay, giggling. It was funny. Okay, so then putting new plants and everything looking good, tall. I mean, grass looking good. They ain't said a mumbling word. They ain't said, oh, this is beautiful. Oh, you did a great job. They ain't said nothing. But the minute they saw... The water company come out yesterday and mm -hmm. dig up the soil and that new grass. We had to get the new grass dug up. That's one section, though. Right. When I drove up, I cried because I'm like, God, dog, we paid all that money. Now they got to dig it up. The neighbor sent a text to my sister saying, oh, my, we feel so bad. Look at your beautiful grass all dug up. We have sympathy for you. Now, Todd, yeah. was that not some shade or was that not some shade? <laughs> but they didn't say that before all that took place. They didn't say nothing about the grass mm -hmm. that had been planted in the growth. They ain't said nothing about the knockoff roses I just bought. They ain't said nothing about the new strawberry we got out there yesterday. Baby, that grass is on point. And here goes the deal. When their grass was messed up, my sister went over there and helped they rusty hell of a cool shot. 
Fix that grass, talk. And then she gonna send a text saying, we're so sorry that your grass, all your beautiful grass is all torn up. Wow, we wow, have wow. sympathy for you. So, my sister said, I know I, I, I shouldn't have shared that with you, because she know I'm ignorant, all right? She know the real Jerry, okay? There's, a, there's <laughs> another side of Jerry. It used to be. Right on. So, of course, my eyes had turned red like I had drunk some old Irish rose. Right, you know? <laughs> and some MD. And, of course, I huffed and puffed about what I was getting ready to do. I was finna to go, go over there, okay? And then the next thing you know, I thought about it until I had a vision of me sitting in Harris County Jail. <laughs> and uh, no. I no, thought no, about no. who was I going to call to put money on my books because I ain't been answering phones I ain't talking because I'm just in a different place right now trying to figure some things out and I'm like God damn <laughs> who you going to call you know what I'm saying, I'm saying sister, she can't but she got her own bills and concerns and all that kind of stuff then I saw myself on TMZ talk because I'm out there you know I'm famous like that okay? I'm TMZ famous baby you didn't know and uh, I got a good whiff of that and before I knew it tall I said in the name of Jesus Heavenly Father would just come to you right now Lord let me decrease so you will increase and before I knew it I had said a good prayer I went out in my backyard thank God for all that he has given me I laid outside in the back looking at everything and tall I stayed out there but three hours sleep in the perfect peace of God. Mm. And that's when the scriptures say, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. It was the devil that was in me that had to flee tall. Right on. Because, you know, they Caucasian. I'm going to do some time, <laughs> okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah You're going to get thrown around. That's what I'm saying. You might saying. get tased, you know. That's what I'm saying. So it, it yeah. just wasn't worth it. But I recognize, Tall, that they are truly haters. And I'm calling out haters today because there's a difference between somebody hating on you because, you know, I can make it with something. You know, I ain't going to lie to you, Tall. I see you in the gym and you working out and I'm going to do something new on the show with you. I want you to, because summer is fastly approaching. I got to get <laughs> yeah. to, a, I gotta get to a, the Bahamas in July. And there's some things I need to do before July gets here. And so I said, what you need to have Tall do is give us one tip a week, an exercise tip that works for different parts of the body. That would be good to do. That's a healthy challenge, and that's some things we have to do. So I've seen you in the gym, Tall, and I've said, God, damn, look at this. You know, and then I recognize I'm hating on you, Tall. <laughs> okay? And when I recognize that I'm hating on you, I quickly repent. And say, don't hate on them. Learn from it, okay? <laughs> That's different. There's people that do that. They hate on us, okay? There's right friends on. that you got. They might see something you have, and for one moment, they feel a little bit some kind of way. Like, God, dog, how they get it? But then they quickly remember you deserve it, and you put in the work, and you deserve it. And they got good God sense to go to God and say, God, take this feeling off of me, because this ain't right. That's my friend. I'm supposed to congratulate them. But then right you've on. got folks that are envious. Now, envious people are daily. Because envious oh, yeah. people don't think they have hope to have what you have. Right envious on. people can kill you, really, they can. Because they over there are wishing ill upon you. Envious mm -hmm. people can see where you've come from a struggle and see you gaining some momentum and never say a word. Oh, Laugh yeah. at your struggles but can't say a word at your success. Oh, yeah. When I spot an envious person talk, I no longer try to figure out if that's what it is. I leave them alone quickly because I'm not an envious person and nor do I, you know, I can't, I can't, we have nothing in common. We're not the same. Right.
There's no way I can look at a person that I say I like in their success and say nothing. But criticize everything that's good or when it's bad or say something then. That's an envious person. And I've spotted that out. Since this pandemic, I've spotted out some envious people. And therefore, I'd stay away from that. Talk, because that's a, that's a disease that's sickening. And it spreads oh, if you're no. not careful. And, it, you know, social media made it worse. Yeah. You know, so it don't matter. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be people you call friends. But, yeah, I'm talking about blood relatives. Oh, I have blood relatives. I call them out on a daily basis because at the end of the day, they will make you feel like you out here by yourself, like you really ain't got no family. But when you have a whole family and they don't support, that's a sickness. And it don't. we don't like to call that envy because that's family. You think, okay, that's family. But families yeah. can be envious too, and that's ignorant, especially when they're the families that when they got something good going on, they contact you and want you to mm -hmm. stroke them and pump them up and celebrate them, but they say nothing toward you. I'm done with that. And that's not being petty. That's being aware. And oh, yeah. knowing how to maintain my peace. I love being around people who know how to celebrate other people. Because those are confident people to me. Those are oh, people yeah. that I rock with. That's my tribe. That's my caliber of people. Anything else is, is uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard for people. This is my personal opinion. I think it's hard for people who don't set their own goals mm. to be envious of yours. You know. Because mm. if I have a goal... I feel like I'm going to reach it. But if you reach yours before me, I'm going to congratulate you. And I'm going to be happy for you. Because still, I'm still working on mine. Because, uh, you know, if you're working for something, eventually you'll get it. Let me say this. Let me say good morning to Michelle Johnson. I hadn't seen her in a minute. I was going to have her blocked, but you're back. So you, 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 you just got back in right amount of time, uh, Michelle, because I started wondering. But that's our friend. She said, being envious is dangerous, and it's a sin. It is a sin. But here's the thing. It's more deadly to the person that's envious because it's eating you up. Right on. And you're missing out on healthy, prosperous relationships when you're envious. And I say it jokingly, but I say this to... Because Tall just made a good point. Envy comes from people who don't have a plan mm -hmm. and don't have a vision. Tall has a plan and a vision for sculpting his body. For me to look at Tall and don't want to be fooled with Tall and say, I still see a little fat on the side. I still see. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got that no more shot. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw that you, you see what I'm saying? I just rejoiced because I saw you go over there, get that red velvet cake, okay? Uh, like, look at you. I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't, okay? That's that's envious. But a little touch of jealousy, not jealousy, but like, dog, I need to get on Tall's team. That's what it came up to me this morning. You got some things you need to do before July. And Tall knows the key to get it done because he'll show you the pattern. Faith leaves a trail. Tall leaves a trail on his workout regimen. And so it would be wise to learn and not envy somebody that could be a blessing and a help to you. And I'm seeing people envious and they don't understand you're missing out on good relationships okay. and people that can help you. I want to surround myself only with people who have more than me and willing to teach me how to get it. Right on. And I have a hard time dealing with people that, that struggle and continue to struggle because you don't have to. There's ways around it. 
Hold on. Good morning, Roland Curry. He said, good morning, Jerry. Are you guys going to talk about the murder in Pleasantville? I'm sorry, Roland. I know anything. I don't know anything about it. Tall, do you know anything about the murder in Pleasantville? No, I don't know anything about that. Sorry about it, Roland. You know, this kind of show right here is a kind of ignorant show. We just have fun on Friday. But I will definitely research it and talk about it as soon as I get some more information about it. Okay? Yeah, because, you know, I went to the middle school in Pleasantville. Where is that? That's on the east side of Houston. Um, by 610 and uh, Ship Channel. Uh -huh. Kind of in that area. Okay. And, no. Yeah, I went to middle school there. And have quite a few friends that live over there. He said it was a police shooting. I definitely need to know more about that. You know what I need to do is start watching more local news because I haven't really been watching local news. I watch the world news and see what's going on, but I need to know what's going on and around us as well. But I stopped watching the world news for a minute too because all of this has become too draining. And I'm being honest. doesn't mean I don't have sympathy or empathy. It means you mm -hmm. ought to know what you can take mentally. And mentally right. it was disturbing me. Mentally it was, oh, yeah. it was taking too much out of me. So I had to kind of back away from some things. Did catch the news when they were talking about Biden's uh, approval rating is going down amongst blacks mm -hmm. in the younger community. Did you know mm -hmm. about that, Todd? And they're saying, you know, I, they don't think I he's doing a good job. That. I did hear about that. How you feel about that, Todd? Well, you know, I don't believe everything I, I don't, everything I hear. You know, I think some of that's just kind of stirring things up. But, you know. Well, here's the part made. about leadership people don't understand. Everybody will hell, call you king and, and hell Jesus, and then they'll stone you the next day. When everything is good, when he was giving, you know, money and tax credits and all of this kind of stuff, he was a good guy. Now that inflation is up and things are happening, you know, stone him. He want to go. But here's the deal. Like I said, I'm neither way, but I'm for right. right all the stuff that he's had to work through at oh, yeah. 80. I can't do it at this age. And I wouldn't want to do it. He could, I would have I would have quit right in the middle of this whole thing. Y'all can have this. I'm going to uh, Chick-fil-A and work. You can keep this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drive me some trucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm going to travel the world, travel, travel the country, and have a good time, and get out, do get out. Good morning, Denise. Absolutely, because, you know, there's a lot that he has to contend with at this time. Not making excuses. Now, what I do want him to stop doing is making big promises. Because you got to say, you know what, let's see what happens. Because what happens is when you make these big promises, people will hold you to it. But, again, he has so much opposing him. Truth be told, I know you're mad if you're a Republican, but the Republicans are worried about cancel culture and who shot John. Right. And anything that's coming up, they want to oppose it. So it's making it even harder to get anything done. <sighs> yeah. Most definitely. I agree. And I'm, I'm with you on that, uh, Roland, because you're right. It's not inflation. It's greed and price gouging. And that's exactly what it is. And I knew better to say that because it is. They said that themselves. They're price gouging. Tall, all this stuff going up, 4 and $5 mm -hmm. that you were buying at the store, is ridiculous. Right. It is. But, you know, like we spoke about this earlier, it's kind of hard to get some of this stuff now. You know, you saw all that that went down at the border and all the money that was lost because they kept those trucks on census inspections. And a lot of stuff went bad. A lot of photos went bad. 
So what are you yes, saying? It's a, it's a shipping problem? I think that is. It's a shortage of goods. So, you know, I mean, I know you don't like to go to Walmart, but when I go in there, it's like they're going out of business. No, I don't. I have to go to Walmart for my water. But when I go to Walmart, you're absolutely right. The the shelves are empty. Yeah, it's like it's going out of business. No, no, I got some crackling I like, and they can't keep them in there. You got some crack in your life. Some crackling. Oh, crackling! I'm like, hey, I want a part of that. I really don't. They're not that bad. There's some crackling that they carry and can't keep on the shelf. I'm like, man, when did y'all get some more of this? You got young teeth. I can't eat crackling. I'll eat skins. <laughs> <laughs> you got them old, <laughs> old good buck teeth. Um, <laughs> that's a strong buck. Um, <laughs> let me see your teeth. <laughs> Save it, son. Don't you know we love you, sweet shady? Well, 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 well. That's the truth, though. But you're right. They don't have what they used to have. And they look like they are going out of business because every product that I was buying, I don't see it in the store anymore. Leads me back to this vegetation and gardening. I'm telling you, it was a reason why God told me to do that right as the pandemic hit. We're going to have to take care of ourselves because we're going in a place that we don't want to go. And he is absolutely right. It is price gouging. And it's to make even the administration look bad. But it's also highway robbery. People are just... Robbing us in, in pure daylight. Yeah, they really are. Because how can the gas go down one day and shoot back up another day? I want to know how that works. Sam, I, I need to know something from somebody. Who knows. <laughs> because they have to pay so much to get it once they run out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like diesel. I'm paying $5 a gallon for diesel now. I've never paid that much for diesel. But... There's no supply, so they have to charge more for the company to get it. I think you spoke something in my life, and I want you to reverse it today, or else God ain't going to be pleased with you. <laughs> uh, one day you had told me, I told you that I had got some gas for three thirty-five, and I was so excited. And you said, oh, water in the tank. And I said, <laughs> I rebuke you. And I think I used my rebuke the same day I had cut somebody out, so I don't know if the rebuke worked on that day. So I had rebuked you, but I don't think it took because I had did something shady myself. And so now I got to, because now I'm clean and I took a two-day fast. So now I'm coming back to rebuke you. I noticed my car was shaking a little bit, kind of knocking a little bit. And the first thing I thought was, oh, it's water in my tank. <laughs> Tall said the water in the, is in the gas. <laughs> and begin to repent and pray, and then it stopped. So now I'm going to need you to take back those words, sir, or else you're going to pay more than $5 for diesel. Because I'm ready. Well, I'm clean now to rebuke you. Stay away from that 335 gas, mm. and you'll be all right. I won't stay away from it because, first of all, it's that Chevron who's pretty reputable. No, I won't. I will get it again because now I realize it was a curse spoken, and I was not in the proper position to block your words. But now that I'm in the proper position, I will get that 335 gas gladly and thank God for the blessing. Now, you take back what you said about it being water in the gas. You take it back now. I'm going to take, take it back. Go ahead and get it. But I'm going to tell you, you got to listen to the warnings. Now, I shook on you the last time. Now, this next time, I might not shake. <laughs> I might just go on through you. That's a wrap. 
though. And Chevron talk, it wasn't no easy strike or lucky lucky dub to whatever. It was Chevron. Chevron not going to waste their good name and reputation behind putting no water in their gas tank. I just don't believe it. I know. I don't want to believe it. Hey, I used to haul gasoline. Hmm. And I know the guys make mistakes. Sometimes they'll drop diesel in the regular unleaded tank or super unleaded tank. And when they realize they've made that mistake, they stop it. And then they'll drop the rest of the gas in there. So now you got diesel mixed in there. Well, I told you years ago, just in college days, I worked at Compact Computers. I worked for Kelly Temporary Services. And they said, yeah, I don't need different jobs. And it was Compact Computers Warehouse where you make the computers. And I was on the assembly line. And that line, I only worked there about 40 minutes. I was going by. <laughs> but in that 40 minutes, I caused a lot of damage because that assembly line See? was going so fast tall that there were screws and, and things that I just didn't put in the computer. And I said, oh, that's got to go. That's going down. That's going down. That's going down. <laughs> then I left, got fired from there, and ended up working at Walmart Return Center. Uh-huh. And that was another warehouse. And when they were returning stuff to the return center, I noticed a lot were compact computers. I said, yep, <laughs> it's missing. That's the one I did. <laughs> so I now can understand what you're saying, that mistakes can happen. Yeah. And that you didn't mean to speak a curse on me. Listen, Lord, so you don't have to do anything to him. Because he does have children. <laughs> you didn't mean to speak a curse on me. You were trying to tell me some background information that you had. Oh, well... I'm not the one that made the mistake. Now, don't, don't put that on me. I didn't put that on you, so look how, look how unclean <laughs> well, you are. I've seen it happen. Oh. I've seen it happen before. I mean, I've seen guys drop a full tank of diesel in a gas tank and mess somebody's car completely up. They got to pay for it. Well, what's not going to happen is me being paranoid to get my 335 gas. That's not going to happen. Well, okay? go ahead and get it. Keep me on speed dial. Well, you know what? Now I hear this. I, I, I do hear this. I hear what we started the conversation with. I hear envy. Because what I'm hearing is I have to pay $5 for diesel because I drive a diesel truck. And you getting 335 gas is disturbing my spirit. That's what I hear, Tom. And I rebuke you. My rebuking is working. My rebuking is clean. I fasted. And God hears this. Uh, uh, Say the Lord rebuke you in the blood of Jesus against you now, Tom, for talking about me and my 335 gas. What I won't do is ride around scared to stop. When I see 335 gas, because I'm going to think water's in that gas thing. No. <laughs> I'm going to get it, and I'm going to ride far. Yeah, go ahead and call me when you get it. Keep me on standby. You're not going to be able to come get me because you don't have enough gas to get there. You're paying $5 a gallon for diesel, sweetie. You live all the way in where, you say? Out of town? Look, I'll put a, put a freight charge on you. I'll get in my truck, and I'll come get you. Tom, stop putting that on me, though. You really are envious, you know. Boy, I was... I had got over it. I don't Wait get you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I show you how to jump up in this truck and uh, put the seatbelt on and take you where you need to go. Oh, Tom. I don't know why you, you insist on this. This train going to keep on rolling. You know what I'm saying? This, okay. life called, this thing called life is going to keep on going. Okay. Okay. Tom, at the end of the day, though, this is what I'm going to do to you. Hold on. Got to do this. Got to keep your voice off of here. Hey. 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 Hey.
this for you get me. Tall, you there? I'm here. I tried to two-step and I failed. So I know I don't have no rhythm to two-step on my head. <laughs> so before you say something about my rhythm, I did it myself. Look what I did. I got you. I took your light from you, Tall. I took your ability to stab from you. Say what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. We good. We good over here. I'm going to let you two-step. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm not going to be mad at you at all. <laughs> you waiting on something, Tom. What you trying to cook up over there? Listen. I got nothing but love for you. I like your old five heartbeats. I got nothing but love for you, baby. While you singing that song, I'm picturing Eddie Kane. I'm picturing that dusty, dirty suit he had on. I'm picturing when he said, I still got it. <laughs> nice like this. I wish raindrops would fall. You still got it, Tom. <laughs> you still got it, baby boy. <laughs> hey, you sound pretty good right there. I'm going to get you in the lab and do a little something with you. Come on, Todd. I've been waiting to get in there. I talked to Linda earlier. Good morning, Kathy Taylor, Mayor Kathy Taylor. She told me to go on a two-step on my hater. She got the backup for me. And if I can't do it, Denise Washington show can get the step for me, Todd. In fact, that's what we're going to have in the looking glass window. Denise Washington two-stepping on our haters in this looking glass window. I told you years <laughs> ago they had go-go dancers here. I'm going to have praise dancers. I'm gonna mm -hmm. have Denise Washington two stepping in the in the looking in the legendary looking glass window. That's all right. Yeah, so the people that look at us in the morning time on their way to work, they'll have that in their spirit. Two step on your haters. Two step on the opposing believers that you're not supposed Man. to succeed. That's what a hater is, an opposer. That who does you not believe that, that you're supposed to succeed. What's that? That song right there, two step on my haters. Mm -hmm. You know what it kinda reminds me of? What? I'll take you there. And I took you there. <laughs> I took you where you want to do some two-stepping now. Come on with it. <laughs> Tall, I laughed at the fatal attempt of trying to get a comeback. And it took you this long to come back with that. This is what you come back with. That's what I laugh at, Tall. Not the little, not the little shade you tried to throw. At the at the length of time it took you to come back to somebody who's uncomebackable. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna keep it going. Hold on. I gotta do it one more time. Thank you, Kathy. This for you, Kathy, too. I'm Put it. trying to get for you. <laughs> Who do the one monkey don't stop no show? I know you wanted it. That's King George. King George. King George. That's King George who's the one monkey don't stop no show. Why is under Bobby Rush? Bobby Rush did a very, uh, uh, huh? You want to go? Well, like I said, I just hate that it, I just hate that it takes so long to get to the point that I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to go, Jerry. 
Go ahead and walk out the door. One thing that you got to remember. One monkey don't stop no toe. This train going to keep on rolling. Same for life going to keep on going. Oh, oh, yeah. you, oh, you did it just as good without all the copyright problems. <laughs> I let it go. I found it, but I let it go. You did it good. Hey, that's how we do it. Denise Washington said that would be cool. See, you got to have people on your team that, that just that agree with your foolishness. She's ready to come up in this looking glass window and dance to one hater. I mean, uh, to the uh, two-step on the haters. I love it. I ain't mad at them. She got to make a dance out of it. You're going to make an exercise routine from it, and she's going to make a dance out of it. That's what we're going to do. make it work. Yeah, because it's time to make some things happen. Now, on other news, <laughs> like this was news, but on other news, do you know the rapper La Truth? La Truth. Oh, my God. You're in the music business. Well. And anyway, he's a rapper, and he's uh, mm -hmm. the truth, La Truth. And he's had stomach cancer and had to have his stomach removed from having stomach cancer because it was something that passed down from his mother. And his brother, his mother died, his two sisters died from it. And then come to find out his brother had it. And now he had it. And so he had to have his stomach removed. But there's a guy on the internet that's going around saying that the truth lied about it, which is not true. It's a total lie. He did have stomach cancer and he did have stomach removal. But he's saying that he had weight loss surgery and was doing that to get sympathy and money from people, which is a total lie. And this man is on YouTube speaking as if he has facts proof of this lie. And Tall, this is what I've seen on the YouTube side. I'm sure they're doing it on Facebook, but on YouTube, I promise you, it is worse. It is horrible. The disinformation and the lies that are easy to go about. And this man is getting all these followers on a lie. And he's, wow. he's a professional stalker of celebrities to try to contradict. He'll take pictures with him, try to hang out with him. Because Latrue's brother said that he entrusted the man into his circle. And he thought the man was cool. They were friends. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. this man started putting things out and saying things against this guy. Now he's going wow. after Latrue. That's what I'm saying about it is dangerous now. To have people in your circle that you can't just haphazardly invite people into your world any longer. I used to do that. You know how you embrace people. You just want to be friends with everybody. But these oh, people yeah. are losing it. Man, I'm telling you, it's a gift for people to lie and to act like they want to be part of what you have going on when they have a whole plan to try to bring you down. That's a gift for a lot of people. I can't do that. You know, it's not in me to do that. It's not in me to do that, Tom, because first of all, I believe in not only karma, I believe in the seed that is sown will come back up again. Absolutely. And if I sow that seed of detriment and destruction in your life, I'm going to get it back. And people who can do that without a conscience, I'm scared of them because you can't know God. And that's what I'm seeing on the YouTube because on these all these channels that they have on YouTube, they like, and God is good, and God got me. And, but they're stirring up all this mess, and they're sending out all this false information, and they're saying God got them. God don't have you. No, not like that, he don't. No. You <laughs> want no part of that. So, stop that. He is not the author of confusion, and we've got to be careful what we are watching and who we are believing and we have to be careful that when we have a platform, we have responsibility to do what is right by that platform and not to be 
spreaders of disinformation. That's how the whole 2020 election went. That's how all that yeah. stuff started, all this disinformation, all, all these seeds on, that it's just crazy. I'm telling you, man. And you have to stop believing everything you see on social media and everything you hear. Not always, always true. No, because now that I'm learning, as we're indulging and wanting to be a content creator, because we need to be, they're getting paid big money on YouTube, by the way, to be content, mm -hmm. create, content creators. But at the end of the day, the content is, to, is, is dangerous. And the more messy you are, mm -hmm. the more disinformation you spread, the more subscribers you get. Oh, yeah, because like I said, you got so many people that will believe anything you say. And so many people who like drama, though. And that's sad because, hell, two, all of this has been drama. These two years, that's not enough drama? Yeah. I agree. I, I, I can't do drama. Don't yeah. nobody want some peace? I like peace, talk. I'm telling you, that's why I don't answer my phone no more like I was. That's why I don't really go nowhere like I used to. It's not depression. It's not this, that, and the third that people want to say. It is just that I like, I done found out peace is pretty. It is. And you ignore one of my text messages, so I know you're not lying. I didn't ignore it. Let me tell you, I don't use my phone. If you're, if you're text messaging me on that, I don't. I use my business phone. I don't because I'm just trying to focus on business right now. So I didn't ignore you. If there's something you have to say to me, you know how to get in touch with me. Don't do that. Don't ever put me out here on social media as if I missed you, which I have, but I don't mean to. I hadn't seen it. Man, that text came to you about two weeks ago, man. I looked at it today. I said, you know what? Don't respond to <laughs> Tall, I don't think you hear me. I don't answer <laughs> my phone. I have not checked a text. I use my business phone for conversations about business. It's mm -hmm. no offense to anybody. In this season, I have to think clearly. There's stuff I got to do. I got to focus. Even when I do this show, the minute I start doing this show back in the day, it's like everybody and their mama would start calling. Oh, yeah. And it was no, throwing I... me off to the point of, okay, either you're going to serve up excellence or you're going to see what they're talking about. And it don't be a lot that they're talking about. It's, it's casual conversation that I can't have at that time because I'm focusing <laughs> on doing what I'm doing. So I leave that phone at home. But I will check the text because I'm pretty sure if there was any way that I felt it was a, a text that you were sending me a cash app or something <laughs> like that, I would have been led. See, the you know, That's I would have been led to get there. That's what it was. It was, it was telling me, telling you I was about to send you some cash out. Well, let me say this. You don't never have to forewarn me that <laughs> but, you're going to you send me what? a cash app. You don't. Just go ahead and send it, sweetie. I so, get it on my tablet. My tablet will let me know. I'll hear it. I'll hear the chain sound. So don't ever worry about letting me know you're going to send me a cash app. Just send it, sweetie. No. See, I got to make sure that you're going to accept it. So, but now that you didn't, <laughs> the time has, has left. I will accept it. I will, trust me. I will accept this time it. time is over. This time <laughs> is not over. Wait, let me say this, though. This is the beauty about radio, though, because it is your voice to the world. And it's also voice to people who you know. That I'm being honest when I say I don't use that phone anymore. I really don't. Mm -hmm. And it's a reason why I don't 
because I really am on a different page right now. And it's really no offense to anybody. And I've said that so many times. And I think you must just thought you was just excluded from whatever I'm telling you. Tell you that I, <laughs> I can know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> I, ain't no, uh, I ain't take it personal. I didn't feel like it was exclusive. None of that. Look, I can know what I'm dealing with. And you said that with Instagram. I have Instagram. I really do. But if you notice, you don't see me post that much on Instagram. Whatever's posted on Facebook, I guess it goes to Instagram. But I don't just personally post on Instagram. So I don't really get messages on Instagram till it's probably a week or two later. And then I might go check out Instagram for a second. And I'm not on there. I have to get more involved with Instagram because I am trying to use all my platforms and be, uh, you know, with fresh content. On the platforms as much as possible. So if you send me a message on Instagram. Now you're going to best get me on Facebook. And you know this. That's why I don't know why you're doing that. Well, it wasn't everybody's business. <laughs> but it's in my <laughs> inbox. Tal. I know if you're in I there. Come on now. <laughs> I thought the message was. Oh. I got it back. I did get it back. I wouldn't have phone. I guess when, uh, when they took my suspension off. I'm able to get back in there. So you're absolutely right. I wouldn't have seen it then. You're absolutely right. Excuse me. Forgive me. But anyway, you know how to get in touch with me. If you need me, trust me. Okay? <laughs> Smoke signal, uh, a plane, a bird, whatever it is. Yes, Michelle, having a peace of mind is priceless. And it has no offense to nobody because it, it's definitely, definitely you. You and I are business. We're business. You see, I, I, you, you own this phone. You get me the music that I need. we friends. we good. But at the end of the day, I was instructed to take a break for a minute. Because it's like a lot. And when you got stuff on your mind, you don't want to put that on other people. You just try to figure that thing out and work it out with God. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And you're doing it. And then I just noticed it just was like, you know, even though you kept saying that and saying that, a lot of people didn't still get it. They didn't understand it. You know? Ben Hall let me know somebody had reached out to him <laughs> and told him that I'm missing and that they've been trying to contact me and that I'm missing and something is wrong. But this person sees me on Facebook posting every day. Maybe they just wanted to be messy. Because then that would have made the man think that I'm not at the radio station every day. Hello? Oh, you yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook. I'm not hiding. I'm very public. It's just that yeah. I'm not accessible as I used to be. And that's a lot for you, too. A lot of people. Tall ain't accessible. Don't let him sit up here and tell that lie. Because I've heard people say, I've tried to get in touch with Tall. I'm like, oh, I get him. <laughs> I can get yeah. him. Okay, oh, I tried to reach out to Tall. And, you know, you're just not accessible. <laughs> it's hard. I'm going to just say this. It's very hard for you to hide them tell people. you're not hiding. <laughs> They can find you very easily. <laughs> Bishop Fred Jones. <laughs> Wait a minute. Bishop Fred Jones. Bishop Fred Jones, I'm going to reach out to you next week because he's ready to come back. I'm ready. I hope you're ready to come back. He's ready to come back to the all new KCOH TV The Boost as I'm programming for next month. And he's part of the lineup with his good gospel music that he brings. But he says, you can put things and people in their place in such a sweetness and power. See there? Oh, yeah. I know what I'm dealing with. I'm, we good. See that? You know, it was a commercial. Uh, something said back there. It's not you, it's me. That's how men used to break up with people. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't. It really isn't. It's not other people. It's me. When God is working on you, he's really working on you. That's why the Bible says, you know, uh, seek, out, seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. 
It's a work that you got to do internally. And it has nothing to do with other people. But when he's dissing you, it's for a reason to do whatever he's going to do. Because this has been a tumultuous time for so many people, Tom. And things are not the same. And I'm really surprised that more people are not taking <laughs> the lead of withdrawing from some things and taking a look back. Because you gotta, you got to see how to maneuver in these new times. Just as I'm programming this station, so many things have changed since... The pandemic, as it relates to this radio station, I found ways to work smarter and not harder. Mm -hmm. I found out that you don't need a whole lot of people to get a whole lot done, but you do need the right people to get it done right. And so you have to be very selective and careful of who you let in. I found out that you can get more with less. He told that to Gideon. Gideon, you got too many to win this fight. And so sometimes you got a lot of baggage. And he said, let me streamline streamline that stuff and, and, and keep you from having all this around you, so you can get to where you need to get to. Right on. So, I, I love looking that. at gardens. I love looking, I want to look at your patio. I'm waiting on that inbox. I mean... <laughs> what was it? It's not going to be an inbox. It's going to hit the timeline. Well, I'm waiting. That's What's coming. the problem? Yes, sir. Be patient. You know, I got a few little items I'm adding. Let me, let me explain this to you. And I said this to Linda earlier. <laughs> Let me, let me explain something to you. If you got it, you got it, whether you got the few little items or not. Linda's doing something on her patio. She probably don't want me to tell her business, but hey, that's the, that's the chance you take talking to me. So anyway, Linda's doing some work on her patio, right? And I said, I need to see the progress before it's done. She's like, wait, I'm trying to wait to send you the pictures with everything done. I don't want them with everything done. See, Todd, I posted the progress. I to- posted one little step at a time and then let you see that. I want to see what you got now, Todd. Why I got to wait till you get it just right? That's fate to me, man. It's fate. What did you say? What you used to tell me all the time. You play golf and a lot of people, you kick rocks or something like that. <laughs> no, I used to say, I play golf, you kick rocks. We're not the same. Well, okay, well, that's what I'm saying. That's right there. Oh. This this time around, I play golf, you kick rocks. We're not the same. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to give people what they give you. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It caught me off guard, Tom. I'm bleeding. <laughs> you, you hit bone. <laughs> hey, sometimes oh. you got to learn from people oh. and give them what they give you. Man, you've become such an ignorant little fella. You have gotten very vicious <laughs> over these last two years, sir. <laughs> I'm just learning. I've learned quite a bit. You are, Todd, and I'm proud of you, son. I needed that. I needed somebody to put me in my place. You didn't do it, but you tried. And for that, I salute you. Bishop said, yes, I am. Yes, I am ready for him to come because he know all the gospel music. I'm ready for him to have a concert and I will difference the club. I'm ready for him to bring some other gospel people he know that bring good music and good bands and all that kind of stuff. We popping over here on the corner of Alameda and Wichita. It's just, I'm so, what I like about Bishop is when I told him, hold up a minute, I'm working on some things, he never had to just keep running me down about it. He trusted mm-hmm. the God in me and a woman of integrity. Now, there's other folks with other agendas. What about now? What about now? What about now? That I don't want. But when a person can say, you know what, that girl got a vision, and I'm just following the leader. He has always been like that. He's always been able to wait and see what needs to be done. Because a lot of stuff that you want to do, it's not the time to do. Doesn't mean you're not going to do it. Yeah. I believe in timing. Me too, Tom, because I need time. And when you don't have money, you have to have time. <laughs> okay. And you have to be patient. Yes. 
you know, and just know that it's going to happen. You know, this, I've always wrote patience, timing, and belief. I believe in what's happening. So I'm, I'm going to wait for it. Yeah, even with us, I'm being honest with that. With the with the with this show, I have seen it evolve. I've seen a lot happen and things happen, but you've stayed consistent. We stayed consistent and working together and doing that. If you want an overnight success, visionaries, kingdom visionaries is not where you want to connect. Because kingdom visionaries are not overnight successes. Trust me, ask David. Okay? They're working behind the scenes. They've been in the field. They've been fighting lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. They've been mm -hmm. in the dirt. They've been in the mud. It's when you start seeing them shine and all of a sudden people want to connect. And that's not the time to connect. Connect when they out there fighting. Right on. Because they're paying a lot of attention. And they learned a lot in the woods where they can cut some things out that they thought they needed that they don't. Absolutely. That's business. That's not being malicious. That's not being malicious, I mean. Malicious, that's being wise. You got to be a good steward, too. You got to learn that there are some things... You have learned through isolation and consecration mm -hmm. that is not valuable to you at this point. Right. Not meaning they're not good people. It's just not necessary because it's just going to add more. It's going to cost more to have some folk around you. Pay attention. I'm you, that's the whole truth. It is the truth. And so now, as we get ready to go into the song that you have, my friend, and again, I say tall, never believe that I'm uh, ignoring your call. I'm not. Oh, and I've said it. I've said look, it tremendously. I know what I'm working with. No, don't say it like that because the way you say it like that is if I'm some <laughs> kind of outrageous woman that's out here not talking. Don't do me. Don't do me. I know what I'm working with. Don't do that. <laughs> and look, that's not a bad thing. It's good to know what you're working with. But what that mean when you say, I know what I'm working with, like I'm hard to work with. I, I, I don't like the way you no, said it, sir. I don't like it. I understand that you have other things going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you were somebody I didn't know, that, that I know that's sitting around eating popcorn all day and doing nothing, then it would be a different story. But I know. Let me say this, though. Whatever I got going on is for the good of me and others. You said something last week, and I said, no, I'm going to get in the dough first. I used to bring everybody along before I even got in the dough. And I meant that. But it was still in my spirit, what you said, and it was also already in my spirit before you even mm -hmm. said it. When I had the movie people here, mm -hmm. you said, hey, throw me in there. Make sure they need a soundtrack or whatever. And I'm like, baby, I ain't worried about you right there, Tony. It's all about me. I'm getting in the door first. I meant that. But uh -huh. the whole part about it was naturally, it comes natural to me to want to connect people. You were already in my spirit because I was already thinking, listen, what about soundtracks? What about all this you're going to need? We got to mm -hmm. talking after this thing was over. And I said, what about your soundtrack? What about this? What about that? And they're like, hey, I, they got somebody? I said, yeah. I said, I really want to work with you guys. They said, we really want to work with you. We went into the community center slash club mm -hmm. slash empowerment center. It's a lot going on in that room. And we mm -hmm. sat there and we talked about vision, having movies shown right. here, working with the movie people they working with and having their, sh uh, their events shown here for movie release parties. And you were mm -hmm. all in the conversation. There were actors and actresses that were all in the conversations that I have worked with that I already knew. When it's already in you to do something like that, Tom, it's mm -hmm. best to give a person like that their space because they're trying to figure it out, not only for them, but for other mm -hmm. people. Because they need other people too. But we need other people well, that's going to be ready 
for the open Absolutely. door of opportunity. As I'm planning my programming and all that, as long as I haven't talked to Bishop, and I know he even had COVID last year and all this kind of stuff, they done went through a whole lot of stuff, but he has never left the equation of the plan. And right because on. I know he's a spirit-led man, he knew he didn't leave the equation of the plan. So when you really know who you're dealing with, I'm going back to you, G.I. Joe. When you really know who you're dealing with, you know their heart. And you know their intentions. And you know they're not evil. They're good. And they're looking out for the good for everybody. But I thank you, Tom, for everything that you've done. These is, uh, this is your resignation letter that I'm... <laughs> if you want to leave, Go ahead and walk out the door. Come on. One thing that you got to remember. Uh-huh. That one monkey don't stop no show. This train gonna keep on rolling. Hey! This thing called life gonna keep on going. <laughs> I need you to stop that because you're gonna get that in your spirit and start believing your own lie. Knowing that I'm gonna have to file a report against you, Tom, for you looking in my window and begging. Don't do that. Stop playing with your mind. Okay? Now. <laughs> don't do that because you're gonna mess around and really believe that. Then when I'm gone, you're gonna be hurt. Uh, you're going to be looking like Eddie Kane. <laughs> you're going to have that dusty jacket on. Up here crying and carrying on while Denise dancing That's in the right. window. <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to spotlight you. <laughs> okay, Tom. Listen, I love our chemistry. I love the people that are tuned in and locked in right now all over the world. Tune in to the all-new KCOH TV, The Boost, and the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show and High Track Friday with Tall Cole. Let me shout out to our international listeners today. They love it. And thank you all. You know you can sign up on KCOHradio.com, go there to the tab, and just let us know your information. You guys have been hitting us up all week long, and I am so grateful. Listen, our international audience, ooh, it quadruple. Helsinki is in the house. Cole is in the house. Uh, Rockenbach, I hope I'm saying that right. Ooh, Johannesburg. It's all we in there. We in there today. Hamburg is in the house. Frankfurt is in the house today. Finland is in the house. Germany is in the house. Brazil is in the house today. France is in the house. Mexico is in the house. United Kingdom is in the house. Ooh, Malaysia and Argentina is in the house. Argentina, bid me to come. Bid me to come. Let Tall come too so we can carry my bags. Bid us to come. <laughs> Argentina's in the house. Spain is in the house. Spain bid us to come. We want to go. Welcome to Spain. This is the first time I think that I've seen you on today. Also, let's see where our local audience is. Uh, Houston is in the house in big numbers. Thank you for always supporting Dallas, Fort Worth, Kansas City, Chicago, San Antonio, St. Louis, Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Georgia, and Sarasota, Florida. Beaumont, Texas, Galveston, Texas, Cleveland, Texas is in the house on today. We appreciate you. Already. Already. Okay? And also, those that are on Facebook, what side of town are you on? We want to know the side of town and we can shout that out. Hey, Papa! That's my daddy. Gary Baker. Apostle Gary Baker. That's my spiritual dad. He's in here. He said, we love you too, JP. Love you. You know, whenever I used to go preach in these little country towns, he'd come to my window. Mm -hmm. i leave the church and my window down. He said, put that seatbelt on. Then he'd throw in the car $10, $20, $30. Get you some gas down the road. Tom, that meant a lot. You understand what I'm saying? Already. You know, that's somebody that look out for your best interest. I sure needed them $10, 20 $30. You understand what I'm saying? I still need them. I still got a window, possibly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? well, you, don't, you don't get rid of people that's good to us, man. You really don't. 
You really you don't forget them. No, you don't. Because I'm gonna tell you the truth. Sometimes people that have been good to you, <laughs> they they change up too. For whatever reason, they change up. But you don't forget a kindness shown. There's nobody that has ever been kind to me that I forgot them. Even if we're not talking to this day, I will never forget a kindness shown. Because one thing people don't have to do is be kind. Because I'm looking at this world, there's a whole lot of people that's not choosing to be kind. Oh, yeah. That's the whole truth. Yeah. So, I, that. I appreciate people who take our time to be considerate and kind, encouraging, uplifting, and inspiring. That's becoming to be a rare breed. Man, it really is. I'm telling you. So if you find one, or if you have one, <laughs> keep them around. You know what? This man ain't gonna tell me scripture. No, I ain't reading. He talking about keep looking to the hills. He don't. I guess he's trying to tell me don't worry about the twenty third dollars, Tom. <laughs> he want me to look to God. You know, black people. You people are so funny to me, guys. You guys really run to that Bible when you don't want to do something. I tell you. Oh, okay. What up? Okay, I'm gonna run to Vegas. How about that? I'm gonna show you that I just went bad after I left. Listen, Tom. <laughs> what is the song you got today? Today we have William Kemp. Mm. He has a record entitled. All right. We're going to see if it's all right. Because <laughs> you feel too... I don't like your cockiness. Uh, we're going to see if it's all, all right. right. <laughs> okay. All Listen, right now. Facebook audience, you know the deal. This is High Track Friday. We're super producer tall coals. Cones through the streets of Houston, Texas, and all over the world. Via Sprint, I mean Spirit, via United <laughs> United Airlines, and anything else he can go. He, he's jet lagging all over the world. <laughs> Looking for songs that come back to see if you like it or not. You know how you do it on Facebook. If you like it, you give us a thumbs up. If you love it, you give us a heart. If you hate it, you give us some space because that's negative energy. And we can't take criticism with Tall K right here, okay? If you're tuned in over the radio, you can hit us up in our inbox. You can hit us up at kcohradio.com and hit us up there and let us know what you think as well. Here's the song, William Dimps, and the song is entitled, All Right. Thank you. 
You guys like it? Let me know. like to talk about haters because I'm like, come on, y'all. Everybody ain't hating. I hate that word. It sounds, you know, it sounds narcissistic. So cliches, you know. Huh? Cliches. Cliches, and that's a hater, that's a hater. Especially when I was hearing the folks that were saying it. Like, but come on now. You ain't got nothing hateable, though. So don't use that. I got tired of preachers preaching about haters and stuff. But that song hit my spirit yesterday. And tall, that song makes sense because you got to keep living like the old folks say. Because we do have haters. We have people that have opposing ideas to our blessing. Right on. And so I don't focus on the haters. I really don't because we're going to have them. But the more you keep living, the more they intensify. And you have to learn how to still live and maneuver in this world. And I read the scripture, submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee. And I said this morning, I'm not a theologian, but I got a new revelation about that. Like, okay, you resist the devil, he'll leave you alone. No, sometimes a hater going to still keep hating because hate is what they do. They don't know no better. So they're going to keep doing it. But the devil that's in us, the one that causes us to, we you know we hear that voice sometimes, talking about slap them, headbutt them, <laughs> sucker punch them. You know, right. go flat their tire, you know, right. grab their neck, go call a light company, say they, they still in light. You know, that kind of <laughs> hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. The hate, the, the devil that's in us, it'll flee. And yesterday, we got, I told you, Todd, I've been wanting to take the picture to show you how healthy and beautiful the grass is since you've been bragging about, I mean, since you've been talking about your grass, right? <laughs> And I told right. you that we had to get all the grass taken up because there was some type of fungus in the soil. Well, the right. grass looks gorgeous, tall. And in the midst of getting all the grass taken up, the guys that were in planting the, transplanting the grass, he said one area is very soggy and we don't know why. Call the mm -hmm. water company out and the water company said this is a problem in the neighborhood that there is a pipe broke under the ground. Wow. Well, my neighbors who have watched us when we had the grass was dusty, when we lost all our grass, they had everything to say about it. My sister be out there blowing the yard, and they talk about, oh, what are you doing? Blowing your dirt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just giggling. Okay, giggling. It was funny. Okay, so then putting new plants and everything looking good, tall. I mean, grass looking good. They ain't said a mumbling word. They ain't said, oh, this is beautiful. Oh, you did a great job. They ain't said nothing. But the minute they saw... The water company come out yesterday and mm -hmm. dig up the soil and that new grass. We had to get the new grass dug up. That's one section, though. Right. When I drove up, I cried because I'm like, God, dog, we paid all that money. Now they got to dig it up. The neighbor sent a text to my sister saying, oh, my, we feel so bad. Look at your beautiful grass all dug up. We have sympathy for you. Now, Todd, was yeah. that not some shade or was that not some shade? 
But they didn't say that before all that took place. They didn't say nothing about the grass mm -hmm. that had been planted in the groove. They ain't said nothing about the knockoff roses I just bought. They ain't said nothing about the new strawberry we got out there yesterday. Baby, that grass is on point. And here goes the deal. When their grass was messed up, my sister went over there and helped they rust their Fix their grass, tall. And then she gonna send a text saying, we're so sorry that your grass, all your beautiful grass is all torn up. Wow, we wow, have wow. sympathy for you. So, my sister said, I know I, I, I shouldn't have shared that with you, because she know I'm ignorant, all right? She know the real Jerry, okay? There's, a, there's <laughs> another side of Jerry. Used to be. Right on. So, of course, my eyes had turned red like I had drunk some old Irish rose or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> some MD. And some MD. And, of course, I huffed and puffed about what I was getting ready to do. I was fit to go go over there, okay? And then the next thing you know, I thought about it. Told I had a vision of me sitting in Harris County Jail. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I thought about who was I going to call to put money on my books because I ain't been answering phones. I ain't talking because I'm just in a different place right now. Trying to figure some things out. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> Who you gonna call? You understand what I'm saying? Sister, man, she came, she got her own bills and concerns and all that kind of stuff. Then I saw myself on TMZ talk, because I'm out there. You know, I'm famous like that. Okay, I'm TMZ famous, baby. You didn't know? And uh, I got a good whiff of that. And before I knew it, all, I said, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, would just come to you right now, Lord. Let me decrease so you will increase. And before I knew it, I had said a good prayer. I went out in my backyard. Thank God for all that he has given me. I laid outside in the back looking at everything. And told I stayed out there for three hours sleep in the perfect peace of God. Mm. And that's when the scriptures say, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. It was the devil that was in me that had to flee tall. Right on. Because, you know, they Caucasian. I'm going to do some time, <laughs> okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah You're going to get thrown around. That's what I'm Might saying. Taste, you know. That's what I'm saying. So it, it yeah. just wouldn't worth it. But I recognize, Tall, that they are truly haters. And I'm calling out haters today. Because there's a difference between somebody hating on you. Because, you know, I can make it with something. You know, I ain't going to lie to you, Tall. I see you in the gym and you're working out and I'm going to do something new on the show with you. Okay. I want you to, because summer is fastly approaching. I got to get <laughs> yeah. to, a, I gotta get to a, the Bahamas in July. And there's some mm -hmm. things I need to do before July gets here. And so I said, what you need to have Tall do is give us one tip a week. An exercise tip that works mm -hmm. for different parts of the body. That would be good to right. do. That's a healthy challenge, and that's some mm -hmm. things we have to do. So I've seen you in the gym town, and I've said, God, dog, look at this. <laughs> you know, and then I recognize I'm hating on you, Tom. <laughs> okay? And when I recognize that I'm hating on you, I quickly repent and say, don't hate on them. Learn from it, okay? <laughs> that's different. There's people that do that. They hate on us, okay? There's right friends on. that you got. They might see something you have, and for one moment, they feel a little bit some kind of way. Like, God, dog, how they get it? But then they mm -hmm. quickly remember you deserve it, and you put in the work, and you deserve it. And they got good God sense to go to God and say, God, take this feeling off of me, because this ain't right. That's my friend. I'm supposed to congratulate them. But then right you've on. got folks that are envious. Now, envious people are daily. Because mm -hmm. envious oh, yeah. people don't think they have hope to have what you have. Envious people can kill you, really, they can. Because they over there are wishing ill upon you. 
Envious mm-hmm. people can see where you've come from a struggle and see you gaining some momentum and never say a word. Oh, Laugh yeah. at your struggles but can't say a word at your success. Oh, yeah. When I spot an envious person talk, I no longer try to figure out if that's what it is. I leave mm-hmm. them alone quickly because I'm not an envious person and nor do I, you know, I can't, I can't, we have nothing in common. We're not the same. Right. There's no way I can look at a person that I say I like in their success and say nothing, but mm-hmm. criticize everything that's good or when it's bad or say something dead. That's an envious person. And I've spotted that out. Since this pandemic, I've spotted out some envious people. And therefore, I'd stay away from that talk because that's a, that's a disease that's sickening. And it spreads oh, if you're no. not careful. And, it, you know, social media made it worse. Yeah. You know, so it don't matter. It could be family. It could be friends. the people you call friends. But, yeah, I'm talking about blood relatives. Oh, I have blood relatives. I call them out on a daily basis because at the end of the day, they will make you feel like you out here by yourself, like you really ain't got no family. But when you have a whole family and they don't support, that's a sickness. And it don't. we don't like to call that envy because that's family. You think, okay, that's family. But families yeah. can be envious too, and that's ignorant, especially when they're the families that when they got something good going on, they contact you and want you to mm-hmm. stroke them and pump them up and celebrate them, but they say nothing toward you. I'm done with that. And that's not being petty. That's being aware. And oh, yeah. knowing how to maintain my peace. I love being around people who know how to celebrate other people. Because those are confident people to me. Those are oh, people yeah. that I rock with. That's my tribe. That's my caliber of people. Anything else is, is uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard for people. This is my personal opinion. I think it's hard for people who don't set their own goals mm. to be envious of yours. You know. Because mm. if I have a goal... I feel like I'm going to reach it. But if you reach yours before me, I'm going to congratulate you. And I'm going to be happy for you. Because I still, I'm still working on mine. Because, uh, you know, if you're working towards something, eventually you'll get it. Let me say this. Let me say good morning to Michelle Johnson. I hadn't seen her in a minute. I was going to have her blocked, but you're back. So you, 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 you just got back in right amount of time, uh, Michelle, because I started wondering. But that's our friend. She said, being envious is dangerous, and it's a sin. It is a sin. But here's the thing. It's more deadly to the person that's envious because it's eating you up. Right on. And you're mm-hmm. missing out on healthy, prosperous relationships when you're envious. And I say it jokingly, but I say this to... Because Tall just made a good point. Envy comes from people who don't have a plan mm-hmm. and don't have a vision. Tall has a plan and a vision for sculpting his body. For me to look at Tall and don't want to be fooled with Tall and say, I still see a little fat on the side. I still see. <laughs> I ain't got that no more shot. Okay. I <laughs> I saw that you, you see what I'm saying? I'm just rejoiced because I saw you go over there, get that red velvet cake, okay? Uh, like, look at you. I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't, okay? That's that's envious. But a little touch of jealousy, not jealousy, but like, dog, I need to get on Tall's team. That's what it came up to me this morning. You got some things you need to do before July. And Tall knows the key to get it done because he'll show you the pattern. Faith leaves a trail. Tall leaves a trail on his workout regimen. And so it would be wise to learn and not envy somebody that could be a blessing and a help to you. And I'm seeing people envious and they don't understand you're missing out on good relationships. 
and people that can help you. I want to surround myself only with people who have more than me and willing to teach me how to get it. Right on. And I have a hard time dealing with people that, that struggled and continue to struggle because you don't have to. There's ways around it. Hold on. Good morning, Roland Curry. He said, good morning, Jerry. Are you guys going to talk about the murder in Pleasantville? I'm sorry, Roland. I know anything. I don't know anything about it. Tall, do you know anything about the murder in Pleasantville? No, I don't know anything about that. Sorry about it, Roland. You know, this kind of show right here is a kind of ignorant show. We just have fun on Friday. But I will definitely research it and talk about it as soon as I get some more information about it. Okay? Yes, but, you know, I went to the middle school in Pleasantville. Where is that? That's on the east side of Houston. Um, by 610 and uh, Ship Channel. Uh -huh. Kind of in that area. Okay. And, no. Yeah, I went to middle school there. And have quite a few friends that live over there. He said it was a police shooting. I definitely need to know more about that. You know what I need to do is start watching more local news because I haven't really been watching local news. I watch the world news and see what's going on, but I need to know what's going on and around us as well. But I stopped watching the world news for a minute too because all of this has become too draining. And I'm being honest. Doesn't mean I don't have sympathy or empathy. It means you mm -hmm. ought to know what you can take mentally. And mentally right. it was disturbing me. Mentally it was oh, yeah. it was taking too much out of me. So I had to kind of back away from some things. Did catch the news when they were talking about Biden's uh, approval rating is going down amongst blacks mm -hmm. in the younger community. Did you know mm -hmm. about that tall? And they're saying, you know, they don't think I he's doing a good job. That. I did hear about that. How you feel about that, Tom? Well, you know, I don't believe everything I, I don't everything I hear. You know, I think some of that's just kind of stirring things up. But you know. Well, here's the part like, about leadership: people don't understand. Everybody will hell call you king, and and hell Jesus, and then they'll stone you the next day when everything is good. When he was giving, you know money and tax credits and all of this kind of stuff. He was a good guy. Now that inflation is up and things are happening, you know, stone it. He want to go. But here's the deal. Like I said, I'm neither way, but I'm for right. right all the stuff that he's had to work through oh, at yeah. 80, I can't do it at this age. And I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it. He could, I would have I would have quit right in the middle of this whole thing. Y'all can have this. I'm going to uh, Chick-fil-A and work. You can keep this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drive me some trucks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna travel the world, travel, travel, travel the country, and have a good time and get out, do get out. Good morning, Denise. Absolutely, because you know there's a lot that he has to contend with at this time. Not making excuses. Now, what I do want him to stop doing is making big promises because you gotta say, you know what? Let's see what happens. Because what happens is when you make these big promises, people will hold you to it. But, again, he has so much opposing him. Truth be told, I know you're mad if you're a Republican, but the Republicans are worried about cancel culture and who shot John. Right. And anything that's coming up, they want to oppose it. So it's making it even harder to get anything done. <sighs> yeah. Most definitely. I agree. And I'm, I'm with you on that, uh, Roland, because you're right. It's not inflation. It's greed and price gouging. And that's exactly what it is. And I knew better to say that because it is. They said that themselves. They're price gouging. Tall, all this stuff going up, 4 and $5 mm -hmm. that you were buying at the store, is ridiculous. Right. 
It is. But you know, like we spoke about this earlier, it's kind of hard to get some of this stuff now. You know, if you saw all that that went down at the border and all the money that was lost because they kept those trucks on census inspections and a lot of stuff went bad. A lot of photos went bad. So what are you Just saying? Like it's, a, it's a shipping problem? I think that is. It's a shortage of goods. So, you know, I mean, I know you don't like to go to Walmart, but when I go in there, it's like they're going out of business. No, I don't. I have to go to Walmart for my water. But when I go to Walmart, you're absolutely right. The the shelves are empty. Yeah, it's like it's going out of business. I got some crackling I like, and they can't keep them in there. You got some crack in your life? Some crackling. Oh, crackling. I'm like, hey, I want a part of that. I really don't. It ain't that bad. There's some crackling that they carry and can't keep on the shelf. I'm like, man, when did y'all get some more of this? You got young teeth. I can't eat crackling. I'll eat skins. <laughs> <laughs> you got them old, <laughs> old good buck teeth. Um, <laughs> that's a strong buck. Um, <laughs> let me yeah, see your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Save it, Don't son. Don't you know we love you, sweet shady. Well, well, That's the truth, though. But you're right. They don't have what they used to have. And they look like they are going out of business because every product that I was buying, I don't see it in the store anymore. Leads me back to this vegetation and gardening. I'm telling you, it was a reason why God told me to do that right as the pandemic hit. We're going to have to take care of ourselves because we're going in a place that we don't want to go. And he is absolutely right. It is price gouging. And it's to make even the administration look bad. But it's also highway robbery. People are just... Robbing us in, in pure daylight. Yeah, they really are. Because how can the gas go down one day and shoot back up another day? I want to know how that works. See, I, I need to know something from somebody. Who <laughs> because they have to pay so much to get it once they run out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like diesel. I'm paying $5 a gallon for diesel now. I've never paid that much for diesel. But... There's no supply, so they have to charge more for the company to get it. I think you spoke something in my life, and I want you to reverse it today, or else God ain't going to be pleased with you. <laughs> uh, one day you had told me, I told you that I had got some gas for three thirty-five, and I was so excited. And you said, oh, water in the tank. And I said, I rebuke you. <laughs> and I think I used my rebuke the same day I had cut somebody out, so I don't know if the rebuke worked on that day. So I had rebuked you, but I don't think it took because I had did something shady myself. And so now I got to, because now I'm clean and I took a two-day fast. So now I'm coming back to rebuke you. I noticed my car was shaking a little bit, kind of knocking a little bit. And the first thing I thought was, oh, it's water in my tank. <laughs> Tall said the water is in the, is in the gas. <laughs> and begin to repent and pray, and then it stopped. So now I'm going to need you to take back those words, sir, or else you're going to pay more than $5 for diesel. Because I'm ready. Well, I'm clean now to rebuke you. Stay away from that 335 gas, mm. and you'll be all right. I won't stay away from it because, first of all, it's that Chevron <laughs> who's pretty reputable. No, I won't. I will get it again because now I realize it was a curse spoken, and I was not in the proper position to block your words. But now that I'm in the proper position, I will get that 335 gas gladly and thank God for the blessing. Now, you take back what you said about it being water in the gas. You take it back now. I'm going to take, take it back. Go ahead and get it. 
But I'm going to tell you, you got to listen to the warnings. Now, I shook on you the last time. Now, this next time, I might not shake. <laughs> I might just go on through you. That's a wrap. In Chevron, talk. It wasn't no easy strike or lucky, lucky ducks or whatever. It was Chevron. Chevron not gonna waste their good name and reputation behind putting no water in their gas tank. I just don't believe it. I know. I don't want to believe it. Hey, I used to haul gasoline. Hmm. I used to haul it, and I know the guys make mistakes. Sometimes they'll drop diesel in the regular unleaded tank or the super unleaded tank. And when they realize they've made that mistake, they stop it. And then they drop the rest of the gas in there. So now you got diesel mixed in there. Well, I told you years ago, just in college days, I worked at Compact Computers. I worked for Kelly Temporary Services. And they said, yeah, I don't need different jobs. And it was Compact Computers Warehouse, where you make the computers. And I was on the assembly line. And that line, I only worked there about 40 minutes. I was going by. <laughs> but in that 40 minutes, I caused a lot of damage because that assembly line was going so fast tall that there were screws and, and things that I just didn't put in the computer. And I said, oh, that's got to go. That's going down. That's going down. That's going down. <laughs> then I left, got fired from there, and ended up working at Walmart Return Center. Uh-huh. And that was another warehouse. And when they were returning stuff to the return center, I noticed a lot were compact computers. I said, yep, <laughs> it's missing. That's the one I did. <laughs> so I now can understand what you're saying, that mistakes can happen. Yeah. And that you didn't mean to speak a curse on me. Listen, Lord, so you don't have to do anything to him because he does have <laughs> children. You didn't mean to speak a curse on me. You were trying to tell me some background information that you had. Oh, well... I'm not the one that makes a mistake. No, don't, don't put that on me. I didn't put that on you, so look how, <laughs> look how unclean well, you I've are. I've seen it happen. Oh. I've seen it happen before. I mean, I've seen guys drop a full tank of diesel in a gas tank and mess somebody's car completely up. They got to pay for it. Well, what's not going to happen is me being paranoid to get my 335 gas. That's not going to happen. Well, okay. go ahead and get it. Keep your speed up. Well, you know what? Now I hear this. I, I, I do hear this. I hear what we started the conversation with. I hear envy because what I'm hearing is I have to pay five dollars for diesel because I drive a diesel truck, and you getting three thirty five gas is disturbing my spirit. That's what I hear, tall. And I rebuke you. My rebuke is working. My rebuke is clean. I fasted, and God hears this. Uh, uh, Say the Lord rebuke you in the blood of Jesus against you now, tall, for talking about me and my three thirty five gas. What I won't do is ride around scared to stop. When I see 335 gas, because I'm going to think water's in that gas thing. No. <laughs> I'm going to get it, and I'm going to ride far. Yeah, go ahead and call me when you get it. Keep me on standby. You're not going to be able to come get me because you don't have enough gas to get there. You're paying $5 a gallon for diesel, sweetie. You live all the way in where, you say? Out of town? Look, I'll put a, put a spray charge on you. I'll get in my truck, and I'll come get you. Tell us, stop putting that on me, though. You really are envious, you little boy. I was, I had got over it. I'll Wait get you, you know what I'm saying? I'll show you how to jump up in this truck and uh, put the seatbelt on and take you where you need to go. Oh, Tom. I don't know why you, you insist on this. This train's going to keep on rolling. You know what I'm saying? This, okay. life called, this thing called life is going to keep on going. Okay. Okay. Tom, at the end of the day, though, 
This is what I'm going to do to you. Hold on. Got to do this. Got to keep your voice off of here. step and I fail. So I know I don't have no rhythm to two-step on my hater. <laughs> so before you say something about my rhythm, I did it myself. Look what I did. I got you. I took your light from you, Tall. I took your ability to stab from you. Say what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. We good. We good over here. I'm going to let you two-step. <laughs> We're going to do your thing. I'm not going to be mad at you at all. <laughs> You waiting on something, Todd. What you trying to cook up over there? Listen. I got nothing but love for you. <laughs> like the old five heartbeats. I got nothing but love for you, baby. While you singing that Todd, I'm picturing it, okay? I'm picturing that dusty, dirty Suviano. I'm picturing when he said, I still got it. <laughs> nice like this. I wish raindrops would fall. You still got it, Tom. <laughs> you still got it, baby boy. <laughs> hey, you sound pretty good right there. I had a song get you to laugh and do a little something with you. Come on, Tom. I've been waiting to get in there. I talked to Linda earlier. Good morning, Kathy Tatum, Mayor Kathy Tatum. She told me to go on a two-step on my hater. She got the backup for me. And if I can't do it, Denise Washington show can get the step for me, Tom. In fact, that's what we're going to have in the looking glass window. Denise Washington two-stepping on our haters in this looking glass window. I told you years <laughs> ago they had go-go dancers here. I'm going to have praise dancers. I'm going to have Denise Washington two-stepping in the, in, looking, in the legendary looking glass window. That's all right. Yeah, so the people that look at us in the morning time on their way to work, they'll have that in their spirit. Two-step on your haters. Two-step on the opposing believers that you're not supposed Man. to succeed. That's what a hater is, an opposer. That who does you not that believe that you're supposed to succeed. What's that? That song right there, Two Step on My Hater. Mm -hmm. You know what it kind of reminds me of? What? I'll take you there. And I took you there. <laughs> I'll take you where you want to do some two-stepping now. <laughs> Come on with it. <laughs> Tall, I laughed at the fatal attempt of trying to get a comeback. And it took you this long to come back with that. This is what you come back with. That's what I laugh at, Tall. Not the little not the little shade you tried to throw. At the at the length of time it took you to come back to somebody who's uncomebackable. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna keep it going. Hold on. I gotta do it one more time. Thank you, Kathy. This is for you, Kathy, too. Put it.
No, that ain't the one time. That ain't the one I was trying to get for you. <laughs> Who do the one monkey don't stop no show? I know you wanted it. That's King George. King George. King George. That's King George who's the one monkey don't stop no show. Why is under Bobby Rush? Bobby Rush did a very, uh, uh, huh? More to go. Like I said, I just hate that it. I just hate that it takes so long to get to the point that I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to go on, Terry, go ahead and walk out the door. One thing that you gotta remember: one monkey don't stop no show. This train gonna keep on rolling. <laughs> Same car life gonna keep on going. Oh, oh, yeah. you, oh, you did it just as good without all the copyright problems. <laughs> I let it go. I found it, but I let it go. You did it good. Hey, that's how we do it. Denise Washington said that would be cool. See, you got to have people on your team that, that just that agree with your foolishness. She's ready to come up in this looking glass window and dance to one hater. I mean, uh, to the uh, two-step on the haters. I love it. I ain't mad at them. She got to make a dance out of it. You're going to make an exercise routine from it, and she's going to make a dance out of it. That's what we're going to do. make it work. Yeah, because it's time to make some things happen. Now, on other news, <laughs> like this was news, but on other news, do you know the rapper La Truth? La Truth. Oh, my God. You're in the music business. Well. And anyway, he's a rapper, and he's uh, mm -hmm. the truth, La Truth. And he's had stomach cancer and had to have his stomach removed from having stomach cancer because it was something that passed down from his mother. And his brother, his mother died, his two sisters died from it. And then come to find out his brother had it and now he had it. And so he had to have his stomach removed. But there's a guy on the internet that's going around saying that the truth lied about it, which is not true. It's a total lie. He did have stomach cancer and he did have stomach removal. But he's saying that he had weight loss surgery and was doing that to get sympathy and money from people, which is a total lie. And this man is on YouTube speaking as if he has facts proof of this lie. And Tall, this is what I've seen on the YouTube side. I'm sure they're doing it on Facebook, but on YouTube, I promise you, it is worse. It is horrible. The disinformation and the lies that are easy to go about. And this man is getting all these followers on a lie. And he's, wow. he's a professional stalker of celebrities to try to contradict. He'll take pictures with him, try to hang out with him. Because Latrouf's brother said that he entrusted the man into his circle. And he thought the man was cool. They were friends. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. this man started putting things out and saying things against this guy. Now he's going wow. after Latrouf. That's what I'm saying about it is dangerous now. Mm -hmm. To have people in your circle that you can't just haphazardly invite people mm -hmm. into your world any longer. I used to do that. You know how you embrace people. You just want to be friends with everybody. But these oh, people yeah. are losing it. Man, I'm telling you, it's a gift for people to lie and to act like they want to be part of what you have going on when they have a whole plan to try to bring you down. That's a gift for a lot of people. I can't do that. You know, it's not even me to do that. It's not in me to do that, Tom, because first of all, I believe in not only karma, I believe in the seed that is sown will come back up again. Absolutely. And if I sow that seed of detriment and destruction in your life, I'm going to get it back. And people who can do that without a conscience, I'm scared of them because you can't know God. 
And that's what I'm seeing on the YouTube because on these all these channels that they have on YouTube, they like, and God is good, and God got me. And, but they're stirring up all this mess, and they're sending out all this false information, and they're saying God got them. God don't have you. No, not like that, he don't. No. <laughs> you won't look for that. So, stop that. He is not the author of confusion, and we've got to be careful what we are watching and who we are believing. And we have to be careful that when we have a platform, we have responsibility to do what is right by that platform and not to be spreaders of disinformation. That's how the whole 2020 election went. That's how all that yeah. stuff started, all this disinformation, all, all these seeds on, that it's just crazy. I'm telling you, man. And you have to stop believing everything you see on social media and everything you hear. Not always, always true. No, because now that I'm learning, as we're indulging and wanting to be a content creator, because we need to be, they're getting paid big money on YouTube, by the way, to be content, mm -hmm. content creators. But at the end of the day, the content is, to, is, is dangerous. And the more messy you are, mm -hmm. the more disinformation you spread, the more subscribers you get. Oh, yeah, because like I said, you have so many people that will believe anything you say. And so many people who like drama, though. And that's sad because, hell, two, all of this has been drama. These two years, that's not enough drama? Yeah. I agree. I, I, I can't do drama. Don't hey, nobody I, want some peace? I like peace, talk. I'm telling you, that's why I don't answer my phone <laughs> no more like I was. That's why I don't really go nowhere like I used to. It's not depression. It's not this, that, and the third that people want to say. It is just that I like, I done found out peace is pretty. It is. And you ignore one of my text messages, so I know you're not lying. I didn't ignore it. Let me tell you, I don't use my phone. If you're, t if you're text messaging me on that, I don't. I use my business phone. I don't because I'm just trying to focus on business right now. So I didn't ignore you. If there's something you have to say to me, you know how to get in touch with me. Don't do that. Don't ever put me out here on social media as if I missed you, which I have, but I don't mean to. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> man, that text came to you about two weeks ago, man. I, I looked at it today. I said, you know what? She don't respond to it. <laughs> Tom, I don't think you hear me. I don't <laughs> answer my phone. I have not checked a text. I use my business phone for conversations about business. It's mm -hmm. no offense to anybody. In this season, I have to think clearly. There's stuff I gotta do. I gotta focus. Even when I do this show, the minute I start doing this show back in the day, it's like everybody and their mama would start calling. Oh yeah. Well, and it was you know, throwing I... me off to the point of, okay, either you're gonna serve up excellence or you're gonna see what they're talking about. And it don't be a lot that they're talking about. It's it's casual conversation that I can't have at that time because I'm focused <laughs> on doing what I'm doing. So I leave that phone at home, but I will check the text because I'm pretty sure if there was any way that I felt it was a, uh, a text that you were sending me a cash app or something like that, I would have been led. See the, you know, that's I would have been led to get there. That's what it was. It was, it was telling me, telling you all about things cash app. Well, let me say this. You don't never have to forewarn me that <laughs> you're going to you send me what? a cash app. You don't. Just go ahead and send it, sweetie. I well, get it on my tablet. My tablet will let me know. I'll hear it. I'll hear the ching sound. So don't ever worry about letting me know you're going to send me a cash app. Just send it, sweetie. No. See, I got to make sure that you're going to accept it. So, but now that you didn't, <laughs> the time has, has left. 
I will accept it. I will trust me. I will accept this time it. Time is over. This time, <laughs> but, time is over. Wait, let me say this though. This is the beauty about radio, though, because it is your voice to the world, and it's also voice to people who you know. That I'm being honest when I say I don't use that phone anymore. I really don't, and it's a reason why I don't. Because I really am on a different page right now. And it's really no offense to anybody. And I've said that so many times. And I think you must just thought you was just excluded from whatever I'm telling you. Tell you. And I, I can know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't take it personal. I didn't feel like it was exclusive. None of that. So I can know what I'm dealing with. And you said that with Instagram. I have Instagram. I really do. But if you notice, you don't see me post that much on Instagram. Whatever's posted on Facebook, I guess it goes to Instagram. But I don't just personally post on Instagram. So I don't really get messages on Instagram till it's probably a week or two later. And then I might go check out Instagram for a second. And I'm not on there. I have to get more involved with Instagram because I am trying to use all my platforms and be, uh, you know, with fresh content on the platforms as much as possible. So if you send me a message on Instagram, now you're going to best get me on Facebook. And you know this. That's why I don't know why you're doing that. Well, it wasn't everybody's business. <laughs> but it's in my <laughs> inbox, Carl. I know if you get that. Come on, man. I thought the messenger was. Oh, I got it back. I did get it back. With my phone, I guess when, uh, when they took my suspension off, I'm able to get back in there. So you're absolutely right. I wouldn't have seen it then. You're absolutely right. Excuse me. Forgive me. But anyway, you know how to get in touch with me. If you need me, trust me. Okay? <laughs> Smoke signal, uh, a plane, a bird, whatever it is. Yes, Michelle, having a peace of mind is priceless. And it has no offense to nobody because it, it's definitely, definitely you. You and I are business. We're business. You see, I, I, you you on this phone. You're getting me the music that I need. We're friends. We're good. But at the end of the day, I was instructed to take a break for a minute. Because it's like a lot. And when you got stuff on your mind, you don't want to put that on other people. You just try to figure that thing out and work it out with God. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And you're doing it. And then I just noticed it just was like, you know, even though you kept saying that and saying that, a lot of people didn't still get it. They didn't understand it. You know? Ben Hall let me know somebody had reached out to him <laughs> and told him that I'm missing and that they've been trying to contact me and that I'm missing and something is wrong. But this person sees me on Facebook posting every day. Hmm. Maybe they just wanted to talk to Attorney Ben Hall. Maybe they just wanted to be messy. Because then that would have made the man think that I'm not at the radio station every day. Hello? Oh, you yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook. I'm not hiding. I'm very public. Yeah. It's just that yeah. I'm not accessible as I used to be. And that's a lot for you, too. A lot of people. Tall ain't accessible. Don't let him sit up here and tell that lie. Because I've heard people say, I've tried to get in touch with Tall. I'm like, oh, I get him. <laughs> I can get him. Okay, oh, I tried to reach out to Tall. And, you know, you're just not accessible. <laughs> it's hard. I'm going to just say this. It's very hard for you to hide them tell tables. You're not they can find you very easily. <laughs> Bishop Fred Jones. <laughs> Wait a minute. Bishop Fred Jones. Bishop Fred Jones, I'm going to reach out to you next week because he's ready to come back. I'm ready. I hope you're ready to come back. He's ready to come back to the all new KCOH TV The Boost as I'm programming for next month. And he's part of the lineup with his good gospel music that he brings. But he says, you can put things and people in their place in such a sweetness and power. See there? Oh, yeah. I know what I'm dealing with. I'm, we good. 
See that? You know, oh, it was a commercial. Uh, something said back then. It's not you, it's me. That's how men used to break up with people. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't. It really isn't. It's not other people. It's me. When God is working on you, he's really working on you. That's why the Bible says, you know, uh, seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's a work that you got to do internally. And it has nothing to do with other people. But when he's distant you, it's for a reason to do whatever he's going to do. Because this has been a tumultuous time for so many people, Tom. And things are not the same. And I'm really surprised that more people are not taking <laughs> the lead of withdrawing from some things and taking a look back. Because you gotta, you got to see how to maneuver in these new times. Just as mm -hmm. I'm programming this station, so many things have changed since the pandemic as it relates to this radio station. I found ways to work smarter and not harder. Mm -hmm. I found out that you don't need a whole lot of people to get a whole lot done, but you do need the right people to get it done right. And so you have to be very selective and careful of who you let in. I found out that you can get more with less. He told that to Gideon. Gideon, you got too many to win this fight. And so sometimes you got a lot of baggage. And he said, let me streamline, streamline that stuff and, and, and keep you from having all this around you so you can get to where you need to get to. Right on. So, I love I looking that. at gardens. I love looking. I want to look at your patio. I'm waiting on that inbox. I mean... <laughs> what was it? It's not gonna be an inbox. It's gonna be the timeline. Well, I'm waiting. What's the problem? Just be patient. You know, I got a few little items I'm adding. Let me let me explain this to you. And I said this to Linda earlier. <laughs> let me let me explain something to you. If you got it, you got it, whether you got the few little items or not. Linda's doing something on her patio. She probably don't want me to tell her business, but hey, that's the that's the chance you take talking to me. So anyway, Linda's doing some work on the patio, right? And I said, I need to see the progress before it's done. She's like, wait, mm -hmm. I'm trying to wait to send you the pictures with everything done. I don't want them with everything done. See, Todd, I posted the progress. I posted one little step at a time and then let you see that. I want to see what you got now, Todd. Why I got to wait till you get it just right? That's fate to me, man. It's fate. What did you say? You used to tell me all the time. You play golf and I think Rocks or like that. <laughs> no, I used to say, I play golf, you kick rocks, we're not the same. Well, okay, well, that's what I'm saying. That's right there. Oh. This, this time around, I play golf, you kick rocks, we're not the same. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I uh, know, sometimes you got to give people what they give you. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It caught me off guard, Tom, I'm bleeding. <laughs> you, play, you hit bone. <laughs> hey, sometimes oh. you got to learn from people. Oh. And give them what they give you. Man, you've become such an ignorant little fella. You have gotten very vicious over these last two years, sir. I'm just learning. I've learned quite a bit. You are, Todd, and I'm proud of you, son. I needed that. I needed somebody to put me in my place. You didn't do it, but you tried. And for that, I salute you. Bishop said, yes, I am. Yes, I am ready for him to come. Because he know all the gospel music. I'm ready for him to have a concert in our difference, the club. I'm ready for him to bring some other gospel people he know that bring good music and good bands and all that kind of stuff. We popping over here on the corner of Alameda in Wichita. It's just, I'm so, what I like about Bishop is when I told him, hold up a minute, I'm working on some things. He never had to just keep running me down about it. He trusted mm -hmm. the God in me and a woman of integrity. Now that's other folks with other agendas. What about now? What about now? What about now? That I don't want. But when a person can say, you know what? That girl got a vision. 
And I'm just following the leader. He has always been like that. He's always been able to wait and see what needs to be done. Because a lot of stuff that you want to do, it's not the time to do. Doesn't mean you're not going to do it. Yeah. I believe in timing. Me too, Tom, because I need timing. When you don't have money, you have to have timing. <laughs> okay. And you have to be patient. Yes. You know, and just know that it's going to happen. You know, that's how I've always wrote. Patience, timing, and belief. I believe in what's happening. So I'm, I'm going to wait for it. Yeah. Even with us, I'm being honest with that. With the with the with this show, I have seen it evolve. I've seen a lot happen and things happen, but you've stayed consistent. We stayed consistent and working together and doing that. If you want an overnight success, visionaries, kingdom visionaries is not where you want to connect. Because kingdom visionaries are not overnight successes. Trust me, ask David. Okay? They're working behind the scenes. They've been in the field. They've been fighting lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. They've been in the dirt. They've been in the mud. It's when you start seeing them shine and all of a sudden people want to connect. And that's not the time to connect. Connect when they out there fighting. Right on. Because they're paying a lot of attention. And they learned a lot in the woods where they can cut some things out that they thought they needed that they don't. Absolutely. That's business. That's not being malicious. That's not being malicious, I mean. Malicious, that's being wise. You got to be a good steward, too. You got to learn that there are some things... You have learned through isolation and consecration mm-hmm. that is not valuable to you at this point. Right not on. meaning they're not good people. It's just not necessary because it's just going to add more. It's going to cost more to have some folk around you. Pay attention. I'm telling you, that's the truth. It is the truth. And so now, as we get ready to go into the song that you have, my friend, and again, I say to all, never believe that I'm uh, ignoring your call. I'm not. Oh, and I've said it. I've said no, it tremendously. I know what I'm working on with. No, don't say it like that because the way you say it like that is if I'm some <laughs> kind of outrageous woman that's out here not talking. Don't do me. Don't do me. I know what I'm working with. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, look, that's not a bad thing. It's good to know what you're working with. But it's what that with. mean when you say I know what I'm working with, like I'm hard to work with. I I, I don't like the way you no, said no. it, sir. I don't like it. I understand that you have other things going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you were somebody I didn't know that, that I know was just sitting around Eating popcorn all day and doing nothing, then it'd be a different story. But I know. Let me say this though: whatever I got going on is for the good of me and others. You said something last week, and I said, "No, I'm finna get in the dough first. I used to bring everybody along before I even got in the dough, and I meant that. But it was still in my spirit what you said, and it was also already in my spirit before you even mm-hmm. said it. When I had the movie people here, mm-hmm. you said, "Hey." Throw me in there. Make sure they need a soundtrack or whatever. And I'm like, baby, I ain't worried about you right there, Tom. It's all about me. I'm getting in the door first. I meant that. But uh-huh. the whole part about it was naturally, it comes natural to me to want to connect people. You were already in my spirit because I was already thinking, listen, what about soundtracks? What about all this you're going to need? We got to mm-hmm. talking after this thing was over. And I said, what about your soundtrack? What about this? What about that? And they're like, hey, I, they got somebody? I said, yeah. I said, I really want to work with you guys. They said, we really want to work with you. We went into the community center slash club slash empowerment center. There's a lot going on in that room. And we mm-hmm. sat there and we talked about vision, having movies shown right. here, working with the movie people they working with and having their, sh- uh, their events shown here for movie release parties. And you were mm-hmm. all in the conversation. 
There were actors and actresses that were all in the conversations that I have worked with that I already knew. When it's already in you to do something like that, Tone, it's mm-hmm. best to give a person like that their space because they're trying to figure it out, not only for them, but for other mm-hmm. people. Because they need other people too. But we need other people well, that's going to be ready for the open door of opportunity. As I'm planning my programming and all that, as long as I haven't talked to Bishop, and I know he even had COVID last year and all this kind of stuff. They done went through a whole lot of stuff. But he has never left the equation of the plan. And right because on. I know he's a spirit-led man, he knew he didn't leave the equation of the plan. So when you really know who you're dealing with, I'm going back to you, G.I. <laughs> Joe. When you really know who you're dealing with, you know their heart. And you know their right intentions. On. And you know they're not evil. They're good. And they're looking out for the good for everybody. But I thank you, Tom, for everything that you've done. These is, uh, this is your resignation letter that I'm... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to leave, Jamie, go ahead and walk, walk out, out the, the door. Come on. One thing that you got to remember, uh-huh. that one monkey don't stop no show, this train going to keep on rolling. Hey! This thing called life going to keep on going. I need you to stop that because you're going to get that in your spirit and start believing your own lie, knowing that I'm going to have to file a report against you, Tom, for you looking at my window and begging. Don't do that. Stop playing with your mind. Okay? Now, <laughs> don't do that because you're going to mess around and really believe that. Then when I'm gone, you're going to be hurt. <sighs> you're going to be looking like Eddie Kane. <laughs> you're going to have that dusty jacket on up here crying and caring on why Denise dancing in the right. window. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep Okay, Tom. Listen, I love our chemistry. I love the people that are tuned in and locked in right now all over the world. Tune in to the all-new KCOH TV, The Boost, and the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show and High Track Friday with Tom Cole. Let me shout out to our international listeners today. They love it. And thank you all. You know you can sign up on KCOHradio.com. Go there to the tab and just let us know your information. You guys have been hitting us up all week long, and I am so grateful. Listen, our international audience, woo, it quadrupled. Helsinki is in the house. Cold is in the house. Uh, Rockenbach, I hope I'm saying that right. Oh, Johannesburg. It's all we in there. We in there today. Hamburg is in the house. Frankfurt is in the house today. Finland is in the house. Germany is in the house. Brazil is in the house today. France is in the house. Mexico is in the house. United Kingdom is in the house. Oh, Malaysia and Argentina is in the house. Argentina. Bid me to come. Bid me to come. Let Tall come too so we can carry my bags. Bid us to come. <laughs> Argentina's in the house. Spain is in the house. Spain bid us to come. We want to go. Welcome to Spain. This is the first time I think that I've seen you on today. Also, let's see where our local audience is. Uh, Houston is in the house. In big numbers. Thank you for always supporting Dallas, Fort Worth, Kansas City, Chicago, San Antonio, St. Louis, Philadelphia, New York. Los Angeles, Atlanta, Georgia, and Sarasota, Florida, Beaumont, Texas, Galveston, Texas, Cleveland, Texas, is in the house on today. We appreciate you. Already. Already. Okay? And also, those that are on Facebook, what side of town are you on? We want to know the side of town, and we can shout that out. Hey, Papa! That's my daddy. Gary Baker. Apostle Gary Baker. That's my spiritual dad. He's in here. He said, we love you too, JP. Love you. You know, whenever I used to go preach in these little country towns, he'd come to my window. Mm-hmm. i lead the church, and my window down, he said, put that seatbelt on. Then he'd throw 
in the car, $10, 20 $30. Get you some gas down the road. Oh, that meant a lot. You understand what I'm saying? Already. You know, that's somebody that look out for your best interest. I sure needed them $10, 20 $30. You understand what I'm saying? I still need them. I still got a window possible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? You don't, you don't get rid of people that did it to us, man. You really don't. You really you don't forget them. No, you don't. Because I'm gonna tell you the truth. Sometimes people that have been good to you, <laughs> they they change up too. For whatever reason, they change up. But you don't forget a kindness shown. There's nobody that has ever been kind to me that I forgot them. Even if we're not talking to this day, I will never forget a kindness shown. Because one thing people don't have to do is be kind. Because I'm looking at this world. There's a whole lot of people that's not choosing to be kind. Oh yeah, that's the whole truth. Yeah. So, I, I appreciate people who take our time to be considerate and kind, encouraging, uplifting, and inspiring. That's becoming to be a rare breed. Man, it really is. I'm telling you. So, if you find one, or if you have one, <laughs> keep them around. You know what? This man ain't going to tell me scripture. No, I ain't reading. He talking about keep looking to the hills. He don't, I guess he's trying to tell me don't worry about the $23, Tom. <laughs> he want me to look to God. You know, black people. You people are so funny to me, guys. You guys really run to that Bible when you don't want to do something. I tell you. Uh, okay, what up? Okay, I'm going to run to Vegas. How about that? I'm going to show you that I just went bad after I left. Listen, Tom, <laughs> what is the song you got today? Today we have William Kemp. Mm. He has a record entitled. All right. We're going to see if it's all right. Because <laughs> you feel too... I don't like your cockiness. Uh, we're going to see if it's all, all right. right. <laughs> okay. All Listen, right now. Facebook audience, you know the deal. This is High Track Friday. We're super producer tall coals. Coals through the streets of Houston, Texas, and all over the world. Via Sprint, I mean Spirit, via United <laughs> United Airlines, and anything else he can go. He, he's jet lagging all over the world. <laughs> Looking for songs that come back to see if you like it or not. You know how you do it on Facebook. If you like it, you give us a thumbs up. If you love it, you give us a heart. If you hate it, you give us some space because that's negative energy. And we can't take criticism with talk cake. Right here, okay? If you're tuned in over the radio, you can hit us up in our inbox. You can hit us up at kcohradio.com and hit us up there and let us know what you think as well. Here's the song, William Dimps, and the song is entitled, All Right. Contagious. <laughs> 
guys like it, let me know.
Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Yes, Lord. It's already, it's already, it's already. What? It's already all right. Why? Because this is not live. It's Memorex. It's already been recorded. We've already come out the victors and not the dog on me victims. Top of the Monday morning to you. So glad to be with you on today. I am broadcasting. This is your number one inspiration of morning show. Let me get that clear. In the whole country, the whole dog on me thing. It is the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show. I am your happy host, Jerry P. Beasley, broadcasting live from the historic global studios of KCOH on the corner of Alameda and Wichita, smack dab in the middle of what some call Midtown, others call Third Ward. I simply call the thing home in the glorious, magnificent, awe-inspiring city of Houston, Texas, and all over the world via KCOHradio.com, KCOHTV, the Boost app, TuneIn, Alexa, BBC Global OS, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, wherever, where they are, Google us, because we are Googleable. All right, I pray that you guys had a wonderful weekend. I had an absolutely wonderful, wonderful weekend. You know me, I was out there in that yard doing my thing. And then I was able to go on Saturday to the Women Who Rock concert. I was the joy releaser slash MC of the event. It was brought to you by TWEF. Man, did we have a great time. You can go check it out on my Facebook page, Jerry, J-E-R-R-I. Not a Y, because I'm a lady. P for paid Beasley. B-E-E-B-E-A-S-L-E-Y. Why? Because it ain't easy being Beasley. But anyway, recorded a lot of stuff and the activities that went on. We had a good time. It was some good, when I tell you good, 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 good R&B music. Myra Washington came down from Los Angeles. Powerful singer. She's a DJ as well. The girl is bad. I mean, the vocal ability, the dance ability. The whole show, the whole production part of it, because when I do events like that, I'm looking at the production. I'm looking at, okay, let me see how they got this. And man, if I tell you everybody she brought with her from Los Angeles, California, all those women were bad. They had this one young lady who played the violin. She was doing maze on the violin. Ooh, that thing was classy. It was nice. It was a good time. People were dancing all in the streets. People got up, you know, I told people, you know, get up, do a little dance, you know, to be, show us that you're happy to be here. And, you know, they were older people, too. It was a lot of older people. So I thought, you know, uh, the people that I called up was going to do a nice little jitterbug, a little two-step or whatever. But, baby, let me tell you something. The women got the bending over and twerking and, and, and whatever. I ain't been out there in a long time. Whatever they were doing, and they were just doing it. And I was like, oh, my God. I was thrown off. I was shocked. I said, got out. That's what you call a pandemic craze, you know, that kind of, you've been in the house a long time, you just ready to throw it out there like that. I'm like, my God, and these were senior citizens. They had tanks and stuff, but okay, I wasn't mad, they did what I couldn't, so who's to say? But anyway, we had a good time at TWEF. Dr. Diva Daughtry, thank you for having me as your MC. As always, I enjoyed myself. Sunday, I took a cruise, just riding. And I came across a plant cell, baby. I was trying to get to the water. These plants got me. I was on my way to the water and got pulled over by a big sign that said plant cells. Soon as I jumped out the car, the plants that I've been looking for and couldn't find, what got to mighty, they was there. You know, I didn't even look at the price of what stuff cost because all I saw was the ones I wanted. And I was just mesmerized by the colors of the plants. I was just like a child, just caught up. You know, like, oh, I want that. I want this one. I'm going to get that. Oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get I'm going to I'm going to And then got up to that counter. That man said the price. I'm like, what? what? I thought this was a sale. He said, it is. It's half of that. Like, what the? Got down. 
<laughs> but I was already mesmerized, so they got me. You know what I'm saying? So discover, let me let me get you back. Because they got me over there at that store. But it was worth it because I got the very plants that I want. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not spending money foolishly. I spent it on something that was necessary. It's going to make the yard just pop. Ah! Listen, let's get to the word of God. Coming from Ezekiel. and If you hear a little, it ain't COVID. It's not. I thought allergies were gone. I thought you had left me alone. Walter, release these people. Got something all in my throat area, all in my sinuses and stuff. But it was well worth being outside doing what I was doing this weekend. So, okay, go figure. Let's read the word of God. Ezekiel. 37. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out into the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in open valley and indeed they were very dry and he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. I'm like, well, what would you ask me for? Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God to these dry bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on your, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall live and know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied, spoke the word. As I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked at the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also, he said to me, prophesy to the breaths, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus said the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied and commanded me, as he commanded me, in breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Oh, it's a whole lot of shaking going on. If I had a text, if I was going to just, you know, do a sermon, I would say. It's a whole lot of shaking going on. I saw that this weekend. I had a better appreciation for what God has called me and allowed me to do for over 30-something years. And when he told me, don't say you're a comedian, you're a joy releaser. I was like, but they're not going to get it. He said, yes, they will, because you're walking in your calling. You don't have to be bishop. You don't have to be apostle. You don't have to be prophetess. You don't have to be evangelist. You don't have to be pastor, although you are those. But you don't have to be called that. You just have to walk that and do that. You have the ability to see dry bones, sad, despondent, depressed people. And for whatever reason, they're drawn to you, and that's because I put the spirit of laughter in you to give to others, to bring them out of the pit of despair. But what you have to do is begin to look at the dry bones and prophesy, speak the word of God over the dry bones and declare that they can live and not die, and declare the works of the Lord. When I got to that event on Saturday, there were a lot of older people out there that had been in their homes a long time. And they were sitting in their chairs, and they was just good just to sit there. And when I first got up, I tried to feel in a room. I tried to feel the room like I can tell when the room is heavy. It was like, ah, no, this is going to be a hard crowd because they look just comfortable, and they're not really finna get with me. 
He said, you got to decrease so I can increase. I began to speak to their spirit. I said, okay, let me not look at these faces because these faces are going to make me mad now because they're just sitting there. Begin to speak to their spirit and begin to prophesy. Y'all ain't sad. You happy. You got a lot of energy. You outside now. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Get up and do a little something. Come on. God made you able to make a, get up and bust a move. And they begin to get up. They begin to bust moves. They begin to laugh. They begin to have joy. Because I prophesied to those dry bones. I had to prophesy to these dry bones this morning. Because these dry bones did not want to get up. These dry bones had a headache, nasal congestion, and had been tired. But I said, dry bones, you got to get up. You got an assignment. You've got a mission, and you must get up and do what you're supposed to do. These dry bones had to get on the treadmill. These dry bones had to lift some weights because these dry bones try to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. I'm here to tell you today that you've been in a valley. You've been in, some of you have been in a valley of despair. Some of you have been in a valley of regret. Some have been in a valley of grief. Some have been in a valley of remorse. Whatever the valley is, you are your preacher today. And I encourage you to speak to your own dry bone situation. You may know some dry bones. Go to work today and declare and prophesy. Speak the word of God over the lives that you see that are decaying and those bones that are drying. We've been called to make a difference. We've got the word of God in our tongue. And when we speak it, we see bones coming together. We see a whole lot of shaking going on. Because we recognize and realize that the word of God causes life. And it gives us the breath we need. No matter how long it's been, trust and believe. The best is yet to come. But you've got to prophesy. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you today and we say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that this is the day that the Lord has made. A day we shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. A day we proclaim that we are highly favored of the Lord and should never, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever be broke another day in our lives. Mentally, physically, spiritually, or financially. Why? Because the favor of God surrounds us wherever we go. Whatever we lay our hands to do, it will pro uh, prosper and succeed. For we are blessed and not cursed. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the fields. Blessed going in and blessed going out. We're tithers and givers. And therefore, God opens up the windows of heaven. Pours out a blessing we have not room enough to receive. Rebukes the devourer for our sake. Knowing that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous as we speak, there's a wealth transfer taking place right now. By faith we receive it for we're powerful and not pitiful. We're walking boldly through the doors of opportunity, slamming every door close to failure. Knowing that we're chosen of God, appointed God, anointed God to do the will of God. Never taking no for an answer because the promises of the Lord are yea and amen. If he said it, he meant it, nigga. What? He shall represent it. We get up this morning. And we prophesy. We get up this morning and we declare the word of God over our situation. We get up this morning and we declare the word of God over our loved ones. We get up this morning and we declare the word of God over our minds. We get up this morning and we declare the word of God over our finances. We get up this morning and we say, dry bones, thou shalt live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. No matter how long it's been, the best is still yet to come. We get up this morning with our bones rattling. We get up this morning with the wind blowing. We get up this morning with a whole lot of shaking going on because we got places to go, people to see, and things to do. We get up this morning determined. We get up this morning focused. We get up this morning looking towards the hills which cometh our help because all of our help comes from the Lord. We get up this morning with joy and gladness. We get up this morning walking by faith and not by sight. We get up this morning covered by the blood of Jesus over the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. We get up this morning pleading the blood of Jesus over our loved ones and everyone assigned and attached to us, letting the death angel know to pass on by. We get up this morning knowing that if he be for us, who dare be against us? 
We get up this morning knowing that greater is he that sent us than he who's in the world. We get up this morning living and staying alive because we've got the word of God covering us on a daily basis. And we know that we will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We get up and we prophesy. Now at least we be rude. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Son. And good morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. You're welcome in this radio station. You're welcome over these airways. You're welcome in our homes. You're welcome in our cars. You're welcome in our jobs. You're welcome in our schools. You're welcome in our Zoom rooms. You're welcome under the freeway and you're welcome under the alleyway. You're welcome in the nursing home and you're welcome in the ICU room. You're welcome in the living room and you're welcome in the bedroom. You're welcome in the jailhouse and you're welcome in the crack house. And God, you're definitely welcome in the White House to pluck up and play it all at the same time. From the White House to the church house, right on back to our house, everything that need not be, pluck it up. And everything that should be, please plant it. And God, while you're plucking and planting, please. Please go ahead and reveal every plot, plan, scheme, and trick of the enemy. Every bone that's dry. Teach us how to prophesy. To declare life and to blow wind. That breath come out. That we be strong and able to do what you've called us to do and be who you called us to be. That there's no quitting in us because the best is yet to come. We prophesy. In Jesus' name, we just prayed that thing. Now get up and speak to the bones. Get up and speak to the dry bones. Get up and speak to the dry bones and tell them they should live and not die and declare the works of the Lord, for the best is yet to come.
Hello, this is Laura Rutledge, your host of the Rutledge Perspective Radio Show that comes to you live on the historic KCOH TV radio station in Houston, Texas. And I'm so excited. Perspective radio show live broadcasting from the historic KCOH TV radio station, The Boost, at the corner of Almeda and Wichita in Third Ward of Houston, Texas. This show is all about showing up. How you show up, when you show up, and what to do when you show up. And I want you to remember that you always have a choice, it is not unkind to be clear, and we can all use a little bit of grace. So join me, your host, Laurel Rutledge, on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time as we speak the truth and challenge perspectives, our own and others. See you soon.
find real love, true love. In Jesus, he gives you that win that you need when you need a push. Sometimes we just need a push. Sometimes we need him to just pour back into us when we feel like we've given it all back out. Then if there's no one there, you got to begin to prophesy. Don't wait for the prophet to come to town. Don't wait to get in that long line to try to give your $100 that you need to pay your light bill with. You can prophesy to yourself. To prophesy is to declare the word of God over you. And in order to do that, you got to know what the Word of God is. So we study the Word of God, we read the Word of God, and we meditate on the Word of God day in and day out so it will not depart from our heart. So when we need something, we know where to get it from within. We pull that Word up. When we don't feel like doing something and we know we got to get it done, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Huh? He loves me unconditionally. We pull it up and we remember that we're consistent and persistent because the greater one in us is pushing us and causing us to be unstoppable even when we at times want to stop. Ain't God good? Prophesy to yourself.
Just say, Lord, take me higher. 
Sit it on down. We need your anointing with the power of the Holy Ghost to do what seems impossible to do without Him. We need the fresh wind of God. We need the breath of God to give us CPR at times. Sometimes we feel like we dry, like it's need life to give unto us. And that's why He said we can prophesy to the winds and declare and decree that we will live and not die, and declare the works of the Lord. We all have to do it on a daily basis. There are times you're not going to be able to get to your pastor. There are times you're not going to be able to get an appointment with your life coach. There are times your friends may not be around. You've got to know you've got the power to prophesy to your own situation. Whew. Listen, I'm so sad to hear about Naomi Judd passing. I am. I love the Judds. Naomi and Wyoming Judge, uh, Judd the country singers, I truly do love them. And I am so sorry, uh, Naomi, the mother of the duo, has passed away. So our prayers and condolences go out to the Judd family. Great, great artistry, great music for so many years. And again, I truly do love country music, and they were some of the top best. 
to me. And so I'm praying for her daughter because I know what it's like to lose a mom. And I know even in the spotlight and what all she's got going on and they had rumors of a breakup but and strife and all of that within their musical careers, that was still her mom. So let's make sure we're praying for her and so many people um, that have passed on and pray for the families and for those that are going through grief in this season. That's why we need to, we need to be able to prophesize to our today. And uh, not just look at our today, but know that there will be a tomorrow. So we've got to prophesy about our tomorrow. And then we've got to prophesy to our right now. And right now, we may not feel that there will be a tomorrow. This is Mental Health Month. I'm going to be bringing in specialists and doctors and all of that good stuff that we're going to talk about the brain. We're going to talk about unresolved issues. We're going to talk about postpartum. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff that needs to be talked about and dealt with. So we can move on and enjoy what we've been given in an abundant life. And we can't do it depressed and oppressed. And we don't want to wait till later till it gets worse. We want to do it when? Right now. Keep your stations tuned and locked in to your number one inspirational morning show. Just keep the morning moving morning show with Jerry P. Beasley.
jeans, Malcolm X. I'm busting back by all means. Hit him from a block away, social distance. Slide on him like EBT, social assistance. Holla at your boy if you've been unemployed. Whoever was holding the camera should help George Floyd. While we killing over Jordans and Timberlands. None of us try to bang on Zimmerman. Stay woke, hustle or stay broke. I'm tired of just getting by, staying afloat. They're telling us to vote, but look at the candidates. We're still fighting for rights, they like, can it wait? Now's the time for us to press the line, 12 years of slave.